All right. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the CV Update. The New England Patriots aren't going to be in the playoffs for the first time since 2008, but I will still be covering the upcoming playoff games tomorrow and Sunday for the wildcard round and all subsequent rounds up until Super Bowl 55. Of course, this is the first season where there's an additional wildcard, which means only the number one seed in either conference receives the first round bye, which this season were the Green Bay Packers in the NFC and the Kansas City Chiefs in the AFC. Therefore, tomorrow and Sunday, we will have a total of six playoff games instead of four, which is great news for any football fans. On today's episode, I will cover the three playoff matchups tomorrow, and I will release another episode tomorrow to discuss the three playoff matchups for Sunday. So let's begin. The three playoff games tomorrow are the Indianapolis Colts visiting the Buffalo Bills. That's at 1.05 p.m. Then there's the Los Angeles Rams visiting the Seattle Seahawks. That's at 4.40. And the last game is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers visiting the Washington football team. That game is scheduled for 8.15 p.m. So let's begin with the Colts against the Bills. So the Colts finished 11-5, and and they're actually the wildcard team, as they lost out on the division to the Tennessee Titans, who also finished with an 11-5 record, while the Buffalo Bills won the AFC East division for the first time since the 1995 season, and they finished with a number two seed with a 13-3 record. Quarterback Josh Allen had a terrific year, a real breakout season in his third season in the NFL, and he threw for 4,544 yards with 37 touchdown passes and 10 interceptions. He had a really great receiving cast as well. He has a great receiving cast right now, led by Stefan Diggs, the wide receiver who they acquired in the offseason from the Minnesota Vikings. He had a terrific season altogether, led the league with 127 receptions for 1,535 yards and eight touchdowns. The Bills also have Cole Beasley, who is coming into this game as questionable, and wide receiver John Brown. And they have a strong run game as well, as they have Devin Singletary and Zach Moss. However, they rank only 20th in the NFL with 107.7 yards through the ground. So the pass is more of their strength, and the Colts have a very good run defense, and I'll get to that in a little bit. So expect to see a lot of Josh Allen throwing the football tomorrow. But the Bills' defense is okay overall. It's, they're 17th in the run defense with 119.6 yards allowed on the ground and their 13th in pass defense which is solid allowing 232.9 yards through the air so that's the bills and their situation for and the statistics for the Colts, they're led by longtime veteran Philip Rivers, who had a social season this year. He had only he threw for 4,169 yards and threw 24 touchdowns with 11 interceptions. There's been some discussion that Rivers could be retiring in the offseason, so this might be it for him. This might be his final go-around, so we'll see how he does overall. The Colts' run game is very strong. There's Jonathan Taylor, who had who's really broken out this season. Last game against the Jaguars, he had 253 rushing yards, and he finished with 1,100 rushing yards on season so he's a very good player at wide receiver you've seen the we've seen the resurgence of ty hilton and the colts also have michael pittman jr and zach pascoe who are both capable of making plays through the as receivers so that's the thing the it's going to really come down to rivers in this case because i think at the end of the day the bills are going to put up points and the phil it's going to be up to rivers if the colts have any shot of winning this game to also throw the ball against the bills Decent secondary. It's not a great secondary, so Rivers needs to play well tomorrow for the Colts to have a chance. The Colts' defense is interesting. It ranks 20th allowed in passing yards, allowing 241.6 
yards in the game and they have a very strong run defense so they only allow 90.5 yards a game which is second in the league and the bills meanwhile have a terrific passing offense so expect them to throw the ball a lot if the run game is not very good in general and for the spread overall the bills are currently favored at negative or at 6.5 not negative it's the betting terminology but they're favored to win tomorrow by 6.5 points so really the key is will they win by seven or fewer and I think uh, based on my prediction for tomorrow is that Rivers really hasn't been great this season and the Bills are really on tear, but I'm going to go with a relatively close game. I have the Bills winning this game 31 to 27 as the Colts run game is going to give the team a spark, but it's not going to be enough in the end of the day. So I have the Bills winning this game 31 27. So let's move on to the next game now. The Seattle Seahawks against the Los Angeles Rams. That's a 4.40 p.m. kickoff scheduled. Um, the Seahawks, this game's going to be played in Seattle as the Seahawks won the NFC West with a 12-4 and record, while the Rams finished with a 10-6 record. And this is a matchup between divisional teams, and these two teams split their regular season games. Uh, the Seahawks won the uh, the second meeting, which was Week 16, and the Rams won back in Week 9 or 10. So... Yeah, I mean, these two teams know each other pretty well. And for the Seahawks, it comes down to Russell Wilson as the quarterback who started the season as the MVP frontrunner. And overall, he had a terrific season. He had threw for 4,212 yards and 40 touchdowns. And he also threw 13 interceptions, which isn't that great, but 40 touchdowns is terrific. Um, at wide receiver, there's DK Metcalf, who had 83 receptions this season for 1,313 yards and 10 touchdowns. And there's also Tyler Lockett, who had 100 receptions this season with 1,054 yards and 10 touchdowns. So these two receivers each caught 10 touchdowns. So expect Wilson to definitely try to look at them tomorrow. That running back, the Seahawks also have Chris Carson, who had 141 carries this season for 681 yards and five touchdowns. He missed some time due to injury as well. And the Seahawks' defense is going to be where things get really interesting. And gone are the days of the Legion of Boom. The Seahawks' pass defense is horrible now. They rank 31st in the league, allowing 285 yards through the air. But they are 5th in run defense, with allowing only 95.6 rushing yards a game. So keep that in mind for tomorrow. And for the Rams' offense, uh, it, come, it might come down to quarterback Jared Goff. Um, he is questionable coming into this game. And if he doesn't start, then it's going to be John Wolford. Wolford did start the Rams' Week 17 game, a game they won against the Arizona Cardinals by a score of 18-7. to but really for this game, if the Rams want any shot of winning, it's gonna they're gonna need Goff. And Goff hasn't been great this season. He's had a very mixed year, through throwing for 3,952 yards and 20 touchdowns with 13 interceptions. So not a great statistical line. And he kind of has a tendency to, to be completely ineffective at times if the defense figures him out. And he really struggles to adjust at times. So this is going to be one of those games tomorrow. If he does play on um, the Rams, if they want to have a shot, it's going to come down to whether or not Goff can have a solid game. And I don't even give him a chance if Wolford plays. If Wolford plays, I'd be surprised if the Rams really even get a touchdown. And even with Goff, I, as you'll see in my prediction, I don't think they're going to do very well but the Rams offense around them is actually very good Cooper Cup and Robert Woods the wide receivers Cup has 92 receptions this season for 974 yards and three touchdowns and Woods had finished the season with 90 receptions for 936 yards and six touchdowns and also let's not forget Josh Reynolds and tight end Tyler Higbee the Rams um 
Run game is also pretty good. Cam Akers, Daryl Henderson, Malcolm Brown. This is a pretty strong running group. So keep that in mind as well. And I'm just going to be honest, though. If the Rams are to win this game, it's going to have to be through the defense. Aaron Donald is the best defensive player in the game today. And the Rams are first in pass defense, allowing 190.7 yards through the air. And you know, like, this is going to be a game for cornerback Jalen Ramsey. He's going to be matching up against DK Metcalf again. And Metcalf, as I mentioned, finished with 1,313 yards. But in the two games against the Rams this season, he has was held to eight receptions for 87 yards. So the Rams have done a terrific job in trying to limit Metcalf, and they're going to be reliant on Ramsey to do it again tomorrow. And the Rams' run defense is also terrific. They're third and one defense, allowing 91.3 yards on the ground. So this is going to be a very interesting game just because I don't think the Rams' offense is going to be able to do much. I think Goff is going to not do it great if he does play, if Wolford plays no shot again. But I'm actually expecting a very low-scoring game just because I think it's going to be kind of a defensive battle. I know the Seahawks' defense is pretty bad, on at least uh, through the pass defense, but I – think um just based on the situation i expect a low scoring game and seahawks are going to win but because just because they're able to score a touchdown so my uh prediction is seahawks 13 rams 6 and the seahawks are favored by three points going into this game so take that as you will the last game probably the one where i'll be paying attention the most just because of who's playing in it and that's the tampa bay buccaneers against the washington football team kickoff is scheduled for 8 15 p.m the football team of course um is in the playoffs with a 7-9 record after they won the atrocious nfc east this season and large part with that was um last sunday night against the philadelphia eagles when there was some controversy when eagles coach doug peterson decided to take out uh quarterback jalen hurts uh late from the game and in came Nate Sutfield, who pretty much was ineffective and allowed the Washington football team to hold on and win the game. So whether or not Hurts would have actually led the team to win the game in the end is to be known, but definitely there was some controversy. And unfortunately for the Washington, um, they're not going to be as fortunate this time against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because there's no way Tom Brady will be benched in this game. So and speaking about quarterback Tom Brady, for the first time in his career, he'll be in the playoffs as a wildcard team. As the Buccaneers finished with an 11-5 and record, but they are behind the New Orleans Saints, who finished 12-4. and And Brady, of course, in his first season in Tampa Bay, had a terrific year at age 43. 4,633 passing yards with 40 touchdown passes and 12 interceptions. At running back, there's Ronald Jones, who had 192 carries for 978 rushing yards and seven touchdowns. And the backup is Leonard Fournette, who is also a very good running back as well. And then you have a wide receiver. Of course, uh, Mike Evans is questionable coming into this game, but he had the best statistical season among all the wide receivers as he caught 70 passes for 1,006 yards and 13 touchdowns. There's also Chris Godwin, who has 65 receptions for 840 yards and seven touchdowns. And Antonio Brown, who, of course, missed the first eight games this season due to a suspension. He had 45 receptions in eight games for 483 yards and four touchdowns. There's also old um, Patriot, former Patriot, Rob Gronkowski, who had 45 receptions for 623 yards and seven touchdowns. The Buccaneers really love to score their touchdowns, and they have a very potent offense. And the defense, let's look at the defense now a little bit. The Buccaneers' pass defense is 21st overall, allowing 246.6 yards through the air, but they boast the top run defense in the entire NFL, allowing 80.6 yards through the ground. Meanwhile, for the Washington football team, quarterback Alex Smith, he's had a terrific comeback story, you know, like after two years, after nearly 
um, after that severe injury, he's able to come back and he's done a, a solid job as a game manager. Uh, this is the second playoff meeting between Brady and Smith. Um, the last time being the 2015 AFC divisional round when Brady, of course, was with the Patriots and Smith was the quarterback of the Kansas City Chiefs. The Patriots won that game 27 to 20. Um, and just for some reference, but at running back for the Washington football team, there's going to be Antonio Gibson who had 170 carries this season for 795 yards and 11 touchdowns. But there's also J.D. McKissick, who had 85 carries for 365 yards and one touchdown, but he makes his impact in the passing game as he has 80 receptions this season for 589 yards and two touchdowns. So kind of think of him like a James White type player for the Patriots, a guy who loves, um, whose main uh, strength is catching the ball out of the backfield. Uh, wide receiver, the top guy to watch out for is Terry McLaurin, who has 87 receptions this season. For uh, 1,180 yards and four touchdowns, and Logan Thomas, who has 72 receptions for 670 yards and six touchdowns. The Washington football team has a very strong pass defense, as they've allowed only 191.8 yards through the air, which is second in the league, the first being the LA Rams, but they're 14th in run defense, allowing 112.8 yards through the ground. And with Alex Smith, the team is definitely better on offense, though shaking as the Philadelphia Eagles in Week 17. And also one other thing to keep note is the Washington football team offense of line has allowed 50 sacks a season while the tampa bay buccaneers have recorded the fourth most sacks in the league so we'll see what happens the pass defense is definitely very good but the key is going to be for the football team to get to brady chase young said he wanted to face brady and he'll definitely cause some problems but i think the tampa bay offense is too potent and brady is on a mission to prove he doesn't need head coach bill belichick from the new england patriots to win in the playoffs the buccaneers are favored by eight points and i my score prediction for this game is buccaneers 24 the football team 12 so that does it for the games tomorrow stay tuned for my episodes tomorrow where i'll cover the game for sunday